0: well is this our favorite episode this this has to be our favorite episode of the year it's definitely one of it's definitely mine
1: yeah I mean we haven't recorded it yet this version but I think I think this is my favorite episode because this is the one day of the year where I allow myself to go off brand drop the positivity act which isn't an act which isn't an act you know I'm I'm positive. a long time. I've known you a
0: long time. In I, real life. I've known you I've known you a long time. <laughs> I don't think you're that positive.
1: <laughs> but you've known me since my New Yorker days and yeah. this is the one episode where I bring out my inner New Yorker. You continue to be your normal New Yorker. And I talk- haven't lost it. You haven't lost it, no. Um well you're still in New York, so I'm hopeful that you haven't lost it. This is true. Um And we let ourselves talk about all the things that have been annoying us all year, but have not spoken about publicly.
0: Yeah, I, I, I feel like I take that tact with like every episode. Somehow it kind of <laughs> gets worked into that. But now we have an official designation for an episode that allows for this. Uh, I think that's why it's my favorite. Um we are so like I think quick after an episode releases any episode that we're kind of just like this is our favorite episode I love this episode I'm going out on a limb now before we even start recording this this is my favorite episode of the year
1: I don't know you're just laying a lot of pressure on here but 2020
0: has been crazy anyway what does it matter
1: that's true. (laughs) if I'm wrong
0: the next one will be next year so
1: hi I'm Michelle Uh
0: And I'm Steve, and this is a podcast for creatives. Two friends talking about the complex, messy, and beautiful experience that is being a creative.
1: Well, way to start with. One of the biggest things, I think, that is annoying me about 2020 is all the 2020 stuff. Each of us made a little bit of a list of things that have been annoying us. I don't know about you, I actually have been mentally preparing this list throughout the course of the year, Um, but so many of them go back to pandemic 2020 related things. Yet at the same time, I also want to complain about people talking so much about 2020 and, and blaming the year for everything bad that has happened.
0: Everybody blames the year as if it has something to do with the calendar. It's got nothing to do with the calendar. I think like my, my biggest pandemic, one of my biggest pandemic related grievances um, lies in the driving of people. Because uh, when things got shut down for a while, I didn't go out on the road probably for about like three weeks. Like I was, I mean, I was like the definition of lockdown, didn't leave my house. When I did start to like venture out back on the roads, like it felt like it felt like the Wizard of Oz where you're just like you're not in Kansas anymore here. Like people were zipping by and cutting you off and speeding up. And you just felt like it was like there were no laws. Nobody was going to get pulled over. So people were just taking their lives in their own hands and flying all over the place. And like it, it was it was like it was momentarily like brought me back to driving, learning how to drive. And and feeling like I don't belong on the road with the rest of these people right now because they're, they're they clearly had a decision about how they were going to drive while things were shut down and I was not a part of that, just absolutely. Did you notice anything similar in 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 Florida?
1: I didn't, but I don't feel like any of our shutdowns were ever as extreme as they were because the cases were never as bad as they were in in my county anyway. Then where you are, um, but my question is. Do people spend so much time at home that they forgot how to drive or do you think that they were just taking the approach that you know everyone's contagious so I'm probably not going to get pulled over in a situation like this so I'm just going to drive like a jerk and
0: Of those of those two options probably the latter but you know what it reminded me of it's like when the teachers out and you have a substitute and it's just like we're getting <laughs> paper away with
1: airplanes her. everything lying. is
0: spitballs it's just like and it was just like that it was like life is not normal right now and we're going to take full advantage of it you know what kind of car do you have i don't Me? think we've ever we've ever talked like i always picture you in like some kind of like vw <laughs> bug is that like do you, like is well, what kind had, of
1: car do you have i had a, it's funny you have that in your head cuz when we first met and i drove you home <laughs>
0: oh, that's i, true. I yes. think
1: i had a volkswagen I have my jetta then a volkswagen jetta yeah. So that's probably why you have that in your head. Now I have a, an infinity sedan, which I feel like I may have had, or even if it was the car prior that I had, it looks very similar. I had a um, a Nissan Maxima when we met up uh, for coffee a, oh, few, yes.
0: uh, <laughs> a yep, few years yep. ago.
1: I had my car with me on that day, right? I think.
0: Yeah. I don't think you walked from Florida.
1: No. I, I mean, like, I don't think I had a family member's car. I think that I... I oh, drove yeah. up, so I had my own car. Yeah, so it was I don't just even a, remember. A black... I don't even
0: remember. Like, did we? Did we? Did I see you off to your car that afternoon <laughs> you before don't you remember left? Remember pushing my legal. car
1: into the distance?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I just left you.
1: All right, see you later. <laughs> you left me at a bus stop. It was uh, your yeah. revenge from making you take the bus home. You know, oh, Twenty years ago. Don't even get ago.
0: me started. <laughs> don't even get me started on that. Left me. Left... Left me high and dry in Cornwall after dropping me off one night. <laughs> left me to take, left me to take the bus back to Albany—a freaking three-hour trip from, with with a with a transfer in Kingston. It <sighs> was brutal, brutal. Yeah, never forget that. Sorry. And here I am doing a podcast with you. <laughs> Must have mended fences along the way, yeah. I guess.
1: <laughs> Got over it. <laughs> so, we already kind of talked about how our pandemics were a little bit different. Which is well documented if anyone wants to go back and listen to episodes that we recorded starting in, in March. Actually, we have a recording that happens, like, I consider it to be, like, on the brink of this pandemic because we recorded, stopped, and then all of this news broke about all the, you know, Tom Hanks having COVID and the NBA getting oh, shut yeah. down.
0: It's going to go down in the annals of history. Yeah, it'll, was... it'll, it'll It's going to end up in the Library of Congress that, like, when it hit the coast... <laughs> Of our, of our great land. We were on. We yes, were recording. Yes, we were recording. So, yeah.
1: yeah. But one of my biggest annoyances is the first thing that's at the top of my list is pandemic hair. Specifically, guys who grew their hair out during the pandemic and bragged about it. Kind of that... I mean, I've seen girls do this too, but with girls, I think it's a lot less noticeable when we don't cut our hair. But I feel like there were so many guys who the pandemic hit and for whatever reason, whether it's, hey, you know, I have an opportunity to like maybe see how I look with longer hair or maybe it's just, you know, an opportunity to be lazy. But whatever it was, I felt like there was a big contingency of people who didn't cut their hair and then, you know, would show up on social media over the top and saying like, guys, we need to take this pandemic seriously. And meanwhile, I'm looking at them saying, I'm sorry, I can't take you seriously when you look like that.
0: I find it interesting <laughs> that this is coming out now because uh, I, I grew my hair out for, for a number of months uh, and you never brought it up to me. And I definitely said that it brought it you. up to you.
1: And so uh, you You did say,
0: say no no see that's revisionist history because that like you know you combo, you, you said it that you know it, it looked good and and whatever it is and now all of a sudden now it doesn't look you don't like it you didn't I like it I think
1: my comment was that maybe I was just trying to be nice about it I said like Steve your hair has grown so high that you know it's getting cut off in the video and it's making editing more challenging
0: really hard to edit that audio with my hair.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Okay. Just, just checking.
1: (laughs) But you've definitely seen this, right? Where people like, I totally get and support. Some people
0: haven't gone back. Yeah. Some people... people have just let it go since, since March.
1: Like I, we should have said this at the top of this, everyone, you know, be safe, follow the laws, follow the rules. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that, but, um, as a great example, um, also early in the pandemic, we recorded an episode with Tyler. Um, yeah. We'll link to his episode in the in the show notes. And he was talking about how he learned how to um, cut his hair on YouTube. So there are ways around it. And I don't think enough people took advantage of that option.
0: I feel like you're a mom right now talking to their child and not being like, Like, and I am the child and I feel like you're not being like direct. You're being very like indirect. Like if they were all going to jump off the bridge, that kind of a tone, you know, you're just like, there are tutorials out there. If you want (laughs) to learn how to do it, other people are doing it and I'll just let you make that decision.
1: I'm just saying no one is saving the world with their long hair.
0: Yes, that's fair. Except people who who donate it for people who are cancer patients with wigs. Now wear that. (laughs) How does that feel?
1: <laughs> this is why I stay positive. It's a lot easier.
0: You can't, you can't, you struggle with this. This is, an,
1: <laughs> this is a
0: struggle area for you.
1: <laughs> I'm trying really hard to be mean to the non-haircutters.
0: Yeah, I could see it in your face. It's a very, you You have like, it, it's like you're getting up to the bat. You just, you're just swinging. You go up there. You're like, you know, you get one at bat and you're just swinging. Nobody's paying to watch the number nine hitter take pitches. You're just going up there. I'm going to hit one of these freaking suckers. So keep swinging because you're close. You've got, I think you're there. I think, I think you're there.
1: This is why you like this episode because I look like an ass.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is kind of funny that that's one of the unintended (laughs) outcomes of, of this. Um, All
1: right. Check, checking that one off my list. Pandemic hair.
0: One of my other big grievances over the last 10 months has been these, these uh, coordinated efforts to hang out like zoom calls and you know, uh, any kind of like Skype call, whatever, just like trying to get as many people together for like a happy hour or, you know, a watch party with something. Um, I, I have found that there is, there's no difference between doing it virtually, uh, and doing it in person. I might prefer the virtual cause I don't have to physically be there, but the experience is, is, is just the same. There is, uh, the, the, the same the the same people who you find annoying in person are annoying on the calls. Uh, you're you're just you're looking at the clock to find out when when can we kind of wrap. When can I just take my my leave of this? Uh, I just I have felt that this, you know it's a good effort. I understand why people want to do these things. Uh, I don't think there's a discernible difference between the two. Um, I guess it's just I I I could have I could have taken a pause on some of these things until we were all able to get back together in person, it probably would have been a good thing for us to take about a year off from these types of things and then you know, hopefully come back a little reinvigorated.
1: I I think I would have been okay with that too. There were Zoom calls over the year that I enjoyed, but I'm curious, one of the problems that I felt like I ran into with some of these Zoom calls is when is it appropriate to leave? Do you feel like it's easier to excuse yourself and say goodbye on a zoom call or to leave like a gathering in real life <laughs>
0: uh i feel like it's it's easier to leave a zoom call because a lot of times you can just pop into the chat and be like gotta go guys see you later hope everyone you know so you're not like interrupting somebody telling a story it's mm-hmm. tough to do that in real life unless you're giving it like the irish goodbye where you just ghost everybody yeah but like it, which i can also i'm very successful at. yeah i'm good at that uh, too yeah, well, it's the Italian, in us, evidently. It's,
1: it's the Italian Irish goodbye. Yeah, right. It's yeah. just it's an Irish goodbye when an Italian person does it.
0: <laughs> right, when an Italian does it. But I think it's easier to do it on 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 a Zoom call. Uh, I I I think I much prefer that process of it.
1: I'll have to try that. the The chat goodbye. It's great. Yeah.
0: It's great because like it, nobody can like you know, nobody can Refused accuse it, you. Yeah. Yeah, nobody can accuse you of not saying something. You just kind of drop a line in there because you don't want to be rude and interrupt the person speaking. It's great. It's the it's the perfect it's the perfect goodbye.
1: I feel like this should have been something that was obvious to me, and now I feel like Kramer when his friends were telling him how to how to properly take a shower, and he's like taking notes. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Funny thing is, is that like it's also brought back a lot of the language that we used to use back in the day on AOL. Because, like, I, I've dropped a few TTYLs oh, in chats on I Zoom calls. I haven't said that just, in forever. Yeah, yeah, BRB, dropped a few of those in there over the years, especially with work, more with work when I have to, like, step away for a second. So, yeah, you hit a little bit of a flashback point to, to the 90s and early 2000s with, um, with some of that language for sure. Yeah. Um, the other thing about these gatherings is the, is the waving, like the, the group waving at the end when everyone signs off and everybody's just kind of like, I don't like the wave. I don't think that's necessary. I think we can all just say goodbye and, and hit the X button and, or, or hit the red, the red phone button and, and, and log out. I think that's fine. I think it's a bit over the top to have to do the, the, the wave. We wouldn't do that in real life. I think it's just enough to say goodbye.
1: I think you're right. I might wave, but if I did, it would probably be with my nieces and nephews, not with grown adults.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's something that like we want to make as like a, an endearment, you know, outreach, uh, but it just misses the mark all mm-hmm. the time. It actually just looks like it's like the end of a uh, like a like a a, a city like uh, 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 come to our city video, where at the end where it's just like they zoom out and it's a bunch of people at waving the at the camera. Like yeah, what they do in the right. office.
1: They're, yeah. yeah, they're commercial. Yeah.
0: yeah, it feels like some kind of chamber of commerce, you know, tourism <laughs> video that just no one's gonna go there. So why do it?
1: i'm down for this to end to end waving i'm okay with ending waving in real life too i think we have (laughs) goodbyes down enough at this point in society that it's not a necessary way of telling people that we're parting ways
0: it seems like an odd gesture in the grand scheme like when you think about it that like that's how however it started that that was the first like this was this was hello like this this like it wasn't like a like a head nod or like a smile which is very warm it was just like flapping of an arm to like wave to somebody seems like that was like you know however that was created odd thing to be one of the first like types of greetings
1: yeah it is weird i'm making a soft right and talking about celebrations during covid Obviously, a lot of these happens in in Zoom calls. We had a lot of Zoom birthday parties this year. One of the things that I've noticed in my town is that for kids' birthdays, people have been putting these giant signs on their lawns. Do you guys have anything like that near you?
0: Uh, yeah, we've had similar stuff, yeah.
1: Where it would say, like, Happy Birthday, Ryan. And the letters are almost as tall as me. And then there would also be um things that the kid likes so it would be like happy birthday ryan and there'd be like a football and you know a soccer ball or like you know maybe six or seven things that you know what what this kid is into my big problem with this stems from the fact that i think i've just watched and listened to too many of these like true crime murder type shows And I'm really curious why people are, like, advertising that they have a kid who lives in the house. I mean, it's one thing of, like, your kids riding their trike in your driveway. But it's another to say, like, we have a kid who lives here. Here's how old they are. Here's their name. Here are all the things that they're into. And, you know, if you're flying over our house in an airplane, you can still read it.
0: You think you could see that from the sky?
1: These are big letters, Steve.
0: OK. 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 I feel like I feel like from 30,000 feet, it might be might be a little difficult to see. But Jacksonville is very flat. So maybe there's maybe they fly no, at lower altitude.
1: Don't have a lot of mountains here. That's right. The OK. Way.
0: Stands to reason. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think I think a lot of the birthday, you know, celebrations this year have been like. I thought about putting that on my grievance list, like the 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 this the socially distant celebration of, of birthdays with like the the caravans and the the beeping of the I'm horns and all okay that other stuff. I'm okay with that.
1: That's... I,
0: I feel like it. It. I feel like it was okay because, like you know, the kids were gonna have to remember this somehow. That's a <laughs> memory. I can live with that. Um, but, yeah, I would agree with the with the outing your 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 son or daughter and how old they are and when their birthday is and where they live and what they like and yeah, seems like seems like a big uh, a big leak.
1: It doesn't feel safe to me at all. and maybe I shouldn't have an opinion on this because I don't have kids, but if I did, I would definitely not yeah i wouldn't okay I wouldn't I wouldn't
0: do that I definitely wouldn't I wouldn't do that.
1: Okay, my other somewhat related to this thing that has been annoying me on social media. This has been like two years that I've kind of been sitting on this. I almost brought it up last year. Also, now these are people kind of on the other end of the spectrum who do want to protect their kids on social media, which I am all about. I'm never going to judge anyone for, you know, not wanting to post pictures of their kids, not wanting to tag photos of their kids, et cetera. But what does annoy me is when these same people will post pictures of their kids and then just put an emoji over their face. So, yeah. So it's like, I want my kids to be safe and protected. But also, here's a picture of like their legs. Yeah. I, the designer it's, in me it's... is like, this is a visual that is not working.
0: Yeah, it's not even the design part of it, although I understand where you're coming from. It's more or less like you want the attention, but not too much attention. <laughs> exactly but you want the attention.
1: Exactly. And, and
0: I, I feel like you have to make the decision that either you're like protecting your kids or you're you're maintaining a social presence that involves them, but you can't have it both ways. Yep. And and that's like it's just and the and the and the emoji is always like stretched large, so it's all grainy, and pixelated. It's really yeah, a terrible it's visual. Like, it's horrible. Like yeah. it's never like a normal size of an emoji. It's always like stretched and like you know, looks Not like a walk- scale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It always looks like a card, like a bad cartoon character from the 90s or something like that. What was the what was the line that Elaine had with when when she had her uh, in Seinfeld with her big head? She looked like a walking candy apple. Yeah, like yeah. They all look like, well, there's all these stick figure bodies with these giant stretched emojis over their
1: faces. (sighs) So please stop doing that if you do this. I mean, all of these things that we're saying, like, I totally get it, you know, to each his own, but that one just don't do it. I stand firmly. So we started something new. I'm usually going to you with ideas. So I think I was so excited that I barely listened to what you said and I was like, you know what, sure, let's do it.
0: Could have said anything right there at that point in time, couldn't I Michelle and I grew up in the 90s and we've noticed, I think, over the years that a lot of the uh, references that we end up dropping in our podcast end up coming from that period in our childhood. We were a TV generation, so we remember a lot of these offbeat commercials and a lot of these things that um, were a part of our childhood and I thought it would be fun to kind of like look back at them we don't really watch commercials anymore in in this day and age. You know, ads are usually something that we're doing anything that we could possibly do to skip over. Funny commercials or, or commercials at memorable jingles have stayed with us over the years. Uh, and this platform, this this commercial breakdown show gave us the opportunity to bring some of them back and, you know, relive a few of these moments with, with all of you and, you know, reflect fondly on them.
1: So if you get a chance go into one of our pod for creative social profiles or go to our website and look for commercial breakdown which is the name of our show i time this it takes literally four seconds of your time subscribe to our youtube channel and hit that thumbs up button if you have a friend or a sibling or someone um, that you remember talking to about The commercials that that we're showcasing, certainly anywhere where you can share it, we would really appreciate it.
0: You had um, texted me the other day, and I was in line at the deli, um, and I had just placed an order for a half a pound of um, boar's head turkey. So I'm texting you back. The deli, you know, the, the, the guy at the counter says, what can I get you? I said, can I get a half a pound of boar's head turkey sliced thin? Sure, no problem. Walks away, goes to the cabinet, pulls it down, puts it on the thing, stops and goes, third of a pound? And I went, half a pound. Half a pound, okay. And he cuts the meat. And I started thinking to myself, this is the only requirement <laughs> for the job, really, is retention of 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 orders. And it seems like in the 10 seconds that you went from the counter to grab the meat to go to the counter, like, that should be something that you retain. It seems like it's the only thing that you have to do to be able to do this job is, you know, not overcut it, not undercut it, just get it within a ballpark. Um, And it's happened on multiple – I've eaten a lot of cold cuts, uh, you know, uh, sadly, but I've eaten a lot of cold cuts since March because – working from home. You don't go out for lunches frequently. Salads have been fine. But so like this has happened a lot, it it feels like. And I've just had more exposure to the deli experience. Uh, And uh, because I was texting you the other day, I was like, oh, I'm going to add this. I'm going to add this to my grievance list, because this just seems like something that you should probably remember.
1: Definitely. Um, Now, two things. One, maybe he got a text message in between from someone else, not from me. And the number just slipped his mind. But my other question is, is it only at Price Chopper or is this or or at a certain deli or like is that has this been your universal experience?
0: Uh, It's the same deli that I go to, uh, but it's definitely it's it's probably the same guy. No, not necessarily. It definitely varies from person to person, but it just seems like it's something that like anyone (laughs) behind the counter should probably.
1: It's Two things you need to remember.
0: Right. What kind don't of cut meat, your finger which, off.
1: <laughs> what you got and the, yeah. the amount.
0: How how much? Yeah. Maybe don't cut your finger off, but you know, I, you know, I think the retention of the amount is is paramount to the process of cutting the meat.
1: So if you were a doing the pandemic right, you would be ordering your groceries online, specifying the amount of cold cuts that you want, pressing a little button on your computer, and then just having someone drop the groceries off at your front door and then you wouldn't have to go through any of this. Do you like that?
0: Like do you like that approach? Do yeah. you do that approach?
1: I do. I I don't I do it. I don't have them deliver it to me, but I do pick them up and they put it in the trunk. Um but truthfully I'm I'm gonna keep doing this <laughs> for the end of time. I, I can't
0: have anybody I can't have anybody pick my stuff up for me. I can't. I gotta I have to be able to like See the produce, check the produce. Like it's a process. Can't trust that. Bananas, so tomatoes.
1: You'll go into the store and put your grubby hands all over the tomatoes, but you won't go get a haircut.
0: <laughs> I don't know why you're so like hung up on this haircut thing. You know Number it looked good. Number one on my list. <laughs> you know it looked good, and yet you wanna, you wanna, you wanna pour on it, and I don't, I don't appreciate that. And yes, I touch a lot of tomatoes when I go to the grocery <laughs> store. An insane amount. Apologies to anybody who might have gotten sick.
1: I know you. You, you rip packages open. You take out what you need. I do, like you're Right. Not... We talked about that yeah. with
0: the onions before. I, I do. I have a habit of like if I can't find the kind of onion I want, I go to the giant sack of onions that they sell. Like buy the, you know, buy the, you know, that net sack that they have. And I'll just rip it open and pull the one that I want out of it.
1: This is why the guy is messing up your deli order because oh yeah
0: you think you think my photo's hanging somewhere in the back yeah absolutely. screw things up for this guy I feel like they wouldn't put onions in those kind of pouches if they didn't want you to open it up and take something out of it like
1: nobody you else know, does that you're the only person in the world these, who does
0: that all these years they could have put it in some other kind of like container but they put it in this mesh netting that's very easy to just tear open so like, if
1: it doesn't have a padlock you can open it
0: yes some produce should have padlocks on it I think
1: this is another pandemic related but also something that has always annoyed me thing, grievance, and that is any social media challenge. Because I feel like every time one of these things start it makes me it makes me think poorly of humanity and really shines a light on the fact that people just are so quick to follow whatever is happening without giving it too much thought. And you and I have talked extensively about this topic. Um I don't know if we've talked about it on the show, but off the show we've <laughs> basically just like venting to each other about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And there's definitely been no shortage of uh of, of these challenges, it feels like, right? It started out with the push up challenge, which oh. was just god awful. Um
1: yeah, it's like yes. a, the pandemic broke out. Everyone's freaking out. People are dying. People are suffering. And the solution was like, hey, everyone like drop yeah, and do push ups.
0: Bang out a couple of push ups, right? Yeah. How many did you end up doing?
1: Oh, I didn't. You think I participated in the push ups? Did you ever challenge?
0: get tagged? Did you ever get tagged?
1: I don't remember. If I did, Nobody... I didn't. I didn't. I disregarded it.
0: See, nobody, nobody nobody, tagged me in those. I never got tagged, so I, I dodged that. But I sweated it for a while. I felt like it was coming because it felt like everybody was getting tagged. Somehow I missed the the framework of, of everybody. I think they probably know that I have like no upper body strength, so why why humiliate him even more?
1: Now, did you get tagged in the, the beautiful woman black-and-white photo challenge? Which you and I still <laughs> – I mean, we talked about this thing for hours, and we still could not get to the bottom of – what it actually was trying to do
0: yeah it just felt like it was this this like i get the whole like empowerment thing or 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 whatever but like uh towards what end like what was it what was it trying to accomplish other than like okay it it felt like it felt like every post was just the, the woman saying in the caption like okay, I'll do it too. <laughs> but, but like, that was a very nobody, common
1: <laughs> caption. <laughs> yeah,
0: but nobody asked you to do it. <laughs> it was just like this, like nobody said, you, you don't have to do it. No, like you don't have to do it. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. It just felt like these were like very involuntary challenges that people were getting like sucked into uh, for sake of just doing something during the during the, uh, the quarantine.
1: Yeah, that one in particular, for, like, annoyed me. And maybe it's wrong because I am a woman and I, I want women to be empowered. But I think with all of these challenges, because so many people are doing them and just, like, copy pasting or posting, like, variations of the same kind of caption, the actual heart of the messages is getting lost. Like, there's, I don't know, I feel like there needs to be more individuality to these challenges and actually, you know, if you're going to post a picture, like make a donation or show yourself like doing something nice for your neighbor or something like that. If it was something like that, I feel like I could get behind it more. Like the empowerment thing felt, it just didn't feel genuine to me. I didn't feel empowered. (laughs) Clearly. No. Clearly.
0: (laughs) Do you want to go post a black and white photo now? That would be pretty cool to do it now. You should I post I it now this? and just be like, okay, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> that would really, that would really make an impact. Oh, no.
1: So I thought it would be good to leave this one for last because Christmas card season is upon us. Have you gotten any Christmas cards yet?
0: One. Got my first one uh, yesterday, which we're recording this on the 8th. So that, yes, the 7th.
1: Okay. I've also, I've gotten a few, which have all been really nice and beautiful. Um, no one has done what I'm expecting and what I'm like preemptively getting annoyed by. Um, but this is something that I saw on a lot of invitation, um, and Christmas card type sites, uh, a whole slew of designs that were dedicated to talking about 2020 and how 2020 sucked. And when I think about Christmas cards and the meaning behind them, I think about spreading joy and cheer and getting in touch all that, with yeah, all that crap. All of that. And like getting in touch with family and friends who, you know, for a lot of family and friends on my Christmas list, this is my only point of contact with them is sending my Christmas card. So I feel like to use that piece of real estate to talk about how something sucks <laughs> is just is stupid and is negating what what I believe a Christmas card should be.
0: I I think you've said it perfectly. Uh, this should be something about looking forward. Um, certainly it's it's you know the person has the right to do what they want but it's really a waste of space I think to spend something that I think you know you're looking forward to whether it's because of the, the the family picture on the front, or or just the genuine thought that you know that comes this time of year from something like that, don't use it to 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 rank on 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 2020 and things that have gone wrong. Um, people have gone through enough. Maybe be a source of inspiration, and even if it's just a simple message, I think that goes a long way. Another friendly tidbit for 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 greeting cards this holiday season: uh, your return uh, address uh, when you put your name on there. You don't need an apostrophe because everybody seems to kind of put these apostrophes in there where it's like, you know, in the top left hand corner where it's like, you know, the hickeys or the kings or whatever it is. And it's K-I-N-G apostrophe S or H-I-C-K-E-Y apostrophe S. You don't need an apostrophe in those things. And I think in the season of giving that this is, I think we should all use this as an opportunity to give back. And out your friends who put an apostrophe in their last name in the return address to make sure that they never do this again <laughs> moving forward. Public service announcement.
1: Because having an apostrophe there would imply that you own
0: okay. something. You don't like have s- to. You don't have to. You don't have to one up the. <laughs> you don't have to one up I've the PSA with your own. I got very good writing
1: this year. <laughs> Let true. me show off.
0: Let me show you what I've learned. Good for you. I love that.
1: Also. Can I add another PSA? Not to one-up that, but if for any reason you need to use an apostrophe at some place in your card, and your message, make sure you're using a curly apostrophe and not a straight one, unless you're referring to a measurement, such as like 12 12 inches inches. or feet. Those would be straight lines, but if you're saying, um, if you're quoting a song, you would need to use the curly apostrophe. Apostrophes
0: Technical term curly apostrophe.
1: Yes, so yes. I,
0: I I survived for almost a year uh, in sixth grade with grammar uh, Putting my apostrophe right over the top of the s so you couldn't <laughs> tell whether or not it was s apostrophe <laughs> or apostrophe S. I let the teacher decide <laughs> if she thought Is I was that right your or way wrong
1: of Like when you weren't sure like trying yes. to get away with
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely it was, uh, <laughs> you decide whether you think I'm, I'm, I'm right on this and I deserve the credit or I'm wrong on this. Cause I'm not hundred percent sure where it's supposed to be,
1: but now, you know, and now our listeners yeah. know. And if we haven't taught you anything ever by listening to a podcast creative for creatives, now, you know, everything you need to know about apostrophe usage
0: and your hatred of long hair, evidently. Yeah. If you've enjoyed this episode, help us spread the word on social media. Tag us at Pod4 Creatives and let us know which stood out to you. I got that far. Um Well, hello there. This is uh well, start again. I'm gonna start that hey, again. Mr. I like Rogers. That. <laughs> We're starting on our on our second outtake recording already. Yes. Okay.
1: Okay. So once I start going with that, let me finish it and go, with, and go. I mean, you can have you know make your funny comments, but
0: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: <laughs> when I point, you say That's something. That's all I funny. Am to you. <laughs> yeah. Was I meaner this year?
0: You did good. <laughs> you did very good. I think I think you've I think you've you found your rhythm with this. Okay. Can't wait for next year's.